Marketing with the assumption that you know what's best or marketing that doesn't consider the context for people receiving your messages can be one of the things that makes mainstream marketing tactics feel terrible for heart-first entrepreneurs. Stay tuned to shift that. Hey, I'm Amanda Jane, and this is Not Marketing, where we help reluctant marketers connect and share their business in ways that are natural, inspiring, safe, and sustainable. Together, we're busting marketing myths and shifting the dialogue and helping you be a truth teller, share your work with the world, and attract clients you love. Let's rock. Hey, hey. I'm really looking forward to this episode with you this week because honestly, I saw this phenomenon this summer and I've been dying to share it with like everyone. Like when you see something amazing, like an eagle catching a fish out of the river and you look around and you're like, is anyone else seeing this? That's kind of, that's how I'm feeling coming into this episode with you today. So this past summer, someone that I follow asked a really innocuous question and it gave me a completely new perspective on marketing when I read all of the responses. So let's, I'm just gonna dive right into this with you today. So this young man asked for advice on when to leave for the airport. And unlike the regular like crap storm that can sometimes be social media, nearly all the responses were completely reasonable. And what really surprised me was that they all gave him what I would call contextual advice. What I mean here is that they gave him recommendations that were dependent on his circumstances, like whether he parks a car or takes a taxi, because they assume you want to factor in time to park your car, or whether you check bags or are carrying on because you need to add in more time if you're checking bags whether he was traveling with a family or solo because with more people or small people or elders, they'll, they're going to do better with a little extra time. Whether he lived near a major airport or like a smaller secondary airport because a major airport's going to have more people, longer lines, etc. Whether he was traveling during peak hours or a quiet part of the day. Again, thinking about how many people are going to be around and how long is it going to get through security. Plus, you know, did he have an airport like one of those fast passes that allows you to move through, you know, through security faster? Or even like whether he liked to have like spend time in that airport vibe and would appreciate some chill time before his flight. These were all things that people gave him to consider. Now, this makes total sense. Am I right? This kind of discourse is the way that we interact with real people. So you might be wondering why this was so striking to me. I was struck by how vastly different this advice came across when I compared it to common mainstream marketing approaches. I mean, when was the last time that you saw marketing that was contextual? What I saw was that those that were giving advice understood that there wasn't a single best only right time to leave for the airport. 
Well, marketing advice is often to position yourself as the only way to get to the results. Now, I introduced this idea in episode four. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it'll introduce to you why I find this to be a harmful path to travel down. And instead, these social followers and friends gave him the factors that would help him make a quality decision. Amazing. Instead of assuming that they already knew everything about him, what he liked or how he liked to travel, no, they trusted that he knew himself and his circumstances better than them. The advice empowered him with information and gave him the responsibility to make the best decision. That is so much different than what you would often see in marketing. As I scrolled through the advice, it was just abundantly clear that no one was trying to sell or convince that their advice was the right time to leave for the airport. No one had a vested interest in his decision. No one was marketing. And that made an obvious difference in the nature of the responses. I thought this might be a good place to put in my shameless plug because I want you to know that I offer accountability and implementation support. If you're ready to create a new relationship with marketing, build your courage and feel inspired to show up, share your work and attract clients you love, go to notmarketing.ca to find out more. That's notmarketing.ca to find out what I have for you this season. All right, back to the episode. You can just imagine the opposite would be something like, everyone has to arrive two hours before your flight. And with all that extra time, you can get a massage at my shop so that you can be relaxed before you travel. Or, I have a white glove shuttle service that eliminates all the hassle so you don't have to waste hours at the airport and walk straight to your gate. The time, the best time to leave is 15 minutes before your flight. That's marketing with contextual blindness. This idea of giving advice or sharing an offer without knowing the context or whether it might be a good fit is what I call contextual blindness. And assuming that you know what's best and creating marketing material that doesn't consider the context of the people receiving your messages can make marketing feel terrible when you're a heart-first entrepreneur. Because marketing a course, a program, or an approach being the best right only way, no matter the individual context, is virtually at odds with the way that many of us naturally support other humans. Unlike the corporate business model that is all about making the sale and convincing people that our work or our business is the one to choose, we are often more interested in someone getting support in a way that would be genuinely valuable for them, whether or not that means working with you. Now, Some people might say that that's poor sales skills, and I strongly disagree. And here's why. Let's use the airport example. Let's say that I sell you on the idea that the time that the most successful travelers leave is one hour before your flight. And without my knowing your context, you miss your flight. Now, I maybe sold you on that time once. And the chance of selling you again is very limited. On top of that, the likelihood that you're going to recommend my advice to someone you know, also very slim. And that's 
even if for that other person, one hour would have been the right fit for their context. So marketing and convincing someone with this contextual blindness cost me a long-term client and any potential future referrals. Providing advice that's best for the person, regardless of whether or not that advice benefits you, is what creates trust. And even if they don't work with you now, that kind of integrity creates quality relationships that last. And sustainable businesses are a function of quality relationships. Now, I think that seeing this kind of contextual blindness playing out in the marketing landscape or having experienced purchasing something that was not right for you can make you tentative to market your work because you don't want to create a similar experience for someone else, which is such a noble intention. But avoiding marketing altogether to prevent that from taking place isn't the answer. Instead, we can focus on providing excellent context for the people who are receiving our messages. We can be explicit with exactly who our offer serves the best and who would be best served elsewhere. We can provide thorough information about our process and what's involved and what they can expect and what we expect from them. And we can feel good about our marketing when the focus is on giving our people the information they need and trusting that they can make the best decision for them because they know their own context. This ends up taking a lot of pressure off of you and your marketing to either be the answer for everyone or spend time and energy convincing people to work with you. I hope this idea of contextual blindness has opened up a new way of seeing marketing for you like it did for me. The next episode is going to be about a common mistake that reluctant marketers make of using force, pressure, or shame to try to motivate themselves to do more marketing and why that often backfires. I hope you'll join me next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you like the show, I invite you to head over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. This lets them know that great listeners like you like the show, and it helps get the message out to more listeners. Your review really does make a difference. Thanks again for joining me, Amanda Jane, for Not Marketing. Until next time, stay courageous.